the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to BizBurg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. Another special leadership BizBurg, where we bring leaders and folks from the business and uh, nonprofit community into our studios to discuss about the great things going on in the greater Pittsburgh, western Pennsylvania area. And our guest today is no stranger to Bisberg. This is Doug Smith, founder and CEO of L3 Leadership, and we got a lot of great things to talk about and update the folks on. Doug, welcome back to Bisberg. Mike, it's an honor. Thank you. I, I feel like you should do the interview now because you've done how many podcasts? Yeah, we're, uh, we've had 240 episodes now. I thought it was something like yeah. close to 250 or maybe even 300, but it won't be long, right? <laughs> right, that's right. We've we'll, now gone weekly, so. We'll get into more detail now. How long ago did you start the podcast? We started the podcast in 2012. It's been that wow. That's awesome. Before podcasting was cool. Yeah. Before yeah, what what's a podcast, right? Yeah. I throw uh, I throw little coffee curie cups to people and say that's a podcast, and, <laughs> and they they go oh that's awful, but no that's great. We're glad to have you back. We got a lot of great things to talk about yeah. today. Again, our our guest is Doug Smith, founder and CEO of L three Leadership. So Doug, let's uh, let's do that background thing because you have a, a very interesting background, uh, one that's that's exciting and and was probably challenging through parts of it, I'm sure. But but tell people about that and then you know how as you ended up uh, doing your your schoolwork and college and that type of thing yeah yeah i always tell people if you look at my life now uh director of development at light of life rescue mission founder of l3 leadership married to my high school sweetheart with two beautiful girls at home but if you were to rewind my life just 17 years ago you probably would have never thought that that would be the trajectory uh, of yeah. where i'd end up and my background is very simple i grew up in wexford pennsylvania and grew up in a very normal family catholic family and Never really connected with church, um, but in middle school, two significant things happened. One was a friend invited me to Slippery Rock Baptist Camp, which is still in existence right off the Slippery Rock exit. Oh, okay. And for the first time in my life, I heard the gospel shared, and my camp counselor sat me down. He said, Doug, would you like to make Jesus the Lord of your life? And I said yes, and so I prayed with him right there and instantly felt called into ministry and started pursuing that and started going to a Baptist church here in Crafton. And at the same time, uh, my mom had gotten sick. She has she had a rare nerve disease in her leg. If you've ever had pins and needles or have your had your feet fall asleep, she had that 24 mm. hours a day, oh, wow. which led to her being in a wheelchair and ultimately her being in bed uh, the majority of her life. And as a result, my dad had to get two jobs. He worked as a school bus driver during the week, and then on the weekends he would drive trucks. So I went from having normal family life to no family life no boundaries, and as a middle schooler was able to do whatever I wanted, uh, which was really cool at the time, <laughs> except for <laughs> obviously it led me to leading with the wrong, uh, hanging out with the wrong crowd, got into drugs in my summer of eighth grade year, <clears throat> fell away from the church completely, uh, became a drug dealer in our high school, found out that my mom had these pills called Oxycontins, which is synthetic oh heroin, gosh, yeah. and started selling those and literally just partied all throughout high school, never thought I'd amount to anything, stopped trying in school, had to go to summer school every single year. And so fast forward to my senior year of high school, in October of 2002, my mom ended up passing away. 
Mm. And when she passed away, I had seen her suffer so much through her, her illness that the only thing that bothered me was I didn't know if my mom had a relationship with Christ. And that tormented me day in and day out. I was getting drunk and high to deal with the pain of losing my mom, but that question would keep haunting me. Well, three months after my mom passed, I get a random call one, one Saturday morning from a family member I didn't even know. Her name was Chrissy, and she said, Doug, I really felt like the Lord put you on my heart this morning. Oh, wow. And wanted me to let you know that I was a nurse in the hospital with your mom, and I actually led your mom into a relationship with Christ. And I think God wants you to know that. Uh, I don't remember anything else she said. I just remember my eyes filling with tears. Oh, and wow. My knees hit the floor, and I opened my arms and said, God, whatever you want, for the rest of my life, I'm yours. Two weeks That's later. amazing. Yeah. Well, in that, it was the first time that I realized that God loved me. He loved me so much that he sent someone to, to witness to my mom and lead her to Christ. And that's what I always tell people. That you have to realize that God loves your loved ones more than you do. And he will do everything he can to make sure that they have a relationship with him. And God loved me. God loved me enough to have her call me. And so that, that was a life-transforming moment. Ended up two weeks later getting randomly invited to a Bible study where I saw this beautiful girl on the couch. And <laughs> here she comes. Here she comes. Decided that I was going to Bible study every single week. Um, her mom led the Bible study. There was 150 kids that would go to this every single week. When I left Bible study the first night, she said to her mom, she said, I can't believe Doug was here tonight. He's one of the most influential kids in our school, but he uses all of his influence for drugs and alcohol. If he ever got a hold of God, he could change the world. I went home that night and huddled all my high school buddies together, and I said, I met my wife. And, uh, and I do want to let you know, if you're listening to this, I called my shot. I did marry her. It took me 10 years of growing up, but uh, I got the girl, and there's all kind of lessons with that. But the reality is, after that night, her mom, for whatever reason, felt led by God to start having me over for family dinners. And they literally almost adopted me as a son. Her dad is the dean of admission at Carnegie Mellon University. He told me, son, you're going to go to college. You're a leader. You're going to dream big and go for it. And they showed me and modeled for me a completely different way of life. They modeled what a godly family looked like, a godly husband. They brought me to Victory Family Church in Cranberry, which I ended up attending and um, interning at. And so that was really the, the spark that started changing my life. And um, and then I started attending the church, got around the youth pastor there named Larry Betancourt, and he was the second most influential uh, person yeah. in my life at that time, became a father figure, handed me my first leadership CD. This is where I developed a passion for leadership development. It was a John Maxwell CD. I had no idea that there was such thing as personal development, but I listened to this, and a fire went off in my heart, and I transcribed the entire lesson by hand and called him, and I said, Larry, give me everything that you have. And uh, I, for hours, two or three hours a night for five years, I would listen to John Maxwell every single night, and that's what really developed a passion. So I ended up going to college, graduating, I ended up on staff at Victory for several years in youth ministry, on staff at Light of Life, and the rest is, rest is history. Got the girl in the end, married her, and have two beautiful girls. You're listening to Leadership Bisberg. Our guest is Doug Smith. Quite a story. He's the founder of and CEO of L3 Leadership. I think, Doug, you're going to need to have at least a minimum 300-page book about all that so we can get a lot more detail someday. Is that is that ever hit your, your mind about writing your story down? Yeah, so I've always had my heart to write a book. And actually, recently, God's been dealing with me a lot about the power of story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I share my story a lot. And so sometimes I can, I can take my story for granted, but I realize it's a story that God wrote that needs to be told and can make an impact. And I've really been encouraging people uh, about the power of their testimony and the importance of sharing their story. So I actually feel like one reason I haven't been able to write a book yet, I've been waiting to write a leadership book. I don't feel like it's time yet. And I mm-hmm. feel like recently God's been telling me, you just need to write your story and stories and, uh, and let me do something with it. So yeah. look for it soon, hopefully. Good. See, I was on it. I was on it. You are. For right. once. <laughs>
Well, give us a little bit more. You you met your wife, but you got married, what, you said 10 years later. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about how she is so instrumental in, as we're, we're going to dig in here to L3 in a minute, but, but, and just for you personally, the importance of having a mate like Laura in your life. Oh, well, my wife is everything. Uh, the reason it took me 10 years to, to get the girl uh, was because all she saw in the beginning was a ball of potential, and that is all I was, um, but I was undeveloped potential. And the reality was I had to grow into the man that I needed to be to actually be able to, to attract Laura as a spouse and even be a son-in-law to my father-in-law for him to say, yes, you can marry my daughter. And that was a long growth journey for me. I always tell people who are looking for a spouse that you have to realize that you attract who you are, not who you want. And you could want an awesome, godly spouse like Laura is all day. But if you don't become someone worth attracting that, it's never going to happen. And so focus on becoming the right person and you'll attract the right person. And Laura for me, uh, is everything. I mean, she's a cornerstone in my life. She's a bedrock. She's my confidence. Like she's my best friend. And a friend told me something interesting. He said, you know, when you marry the one God has for you, there's things in them that you need that you don't even know you no, need yep. and you won't know you need until years into marriage. And how, we've been married now for it'll be eight years this year. And uh, I am shocked at just how much was in her that I needed to this day. And so I'm just so grateful that I'm married to a woman who loves God and, and lives on purpose every day. And she seems to be completely committed and on fire for you for what you're doing with L3. Because I see your posts about, hey, we went out and had a time where we could work on our goals and talk about things together. And that's just awesome. And I appreciate you sharing those kind of things with us all. Yeah, yeah, we're very, very intentional, and I, we could do a whole podcast episode around that. But what I love about her is she believed in me from day one when all I was was a ball of potential, and it's awesome to see where God's taken us today. But And I always joke with her, you know, I started dating her. She was a scooper at Brewster's Ice Cream, and so I told her I believed in her potential since she was the <laughs> scooper at Brewster's, and so uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, that's great, and we'll, we'll look forward to maybe having her with you sometime on one of these uh, leadership bizbergs. We're talking with Doug Smith. He's the founder and CEO of L3 Leadership. Uh, Doug, tell us your, where can people find you on the web? Yeah, l3leadership.org is the best place to connect with so us. So one big L, a big three, and then leadership, yep. right? No, nothing, no word three. Number three, leadership.org? Yep. All right. I want to make sure we got Dot that com goes there, too, so either one oh, does it? Oh, good. Yep. Well, that's good. Okay, so part of your life, though, is nonprofit work with Light of Life. And we don't want to miss that uh, because a lot of lives are changing there as well. How did you get with them? Yeah, by accident, to be honest with you. I actually had left uh, Victory Family Church to help my youth pastor plant a church in Chippewa, and he couldn't pay me, and I either had to raise my own salary or get a job. And I was looking for a job in business, and a woman that worked at Light of Life literally called me out of the blue and said, hey, I know you're not looking for something full-time, but uh, why don't you come work with us for a year until the church can pay for you, and then uh, and then you can go. And got on staff at Light of Life, and it's a really interesting story. I've been there for nine years now, but about the year end point, um, I really felt like God spoke to me that you're supposed to be here. I've called you to Light of Life. I fell in love with the North Side, fell in love with the homeless ministry, and so I transitioned out of the church plant. Now, when that, ha- when that happened, uh, my sister came to me, and she was five months pregnant with my nephew, and it was, it was around Christmas time, and she started crying, and she said, Doug, I need help. And I said, well, what's wrong? And she said, I'm a heroin addict. I need help. Mm, and what I didn't tell you about my story was my sister and I were both going down yeah. the same path. And had I not got that phone call from my cousin who led my mom to Christ, I may have been in the same position my sister was. Yeah. I had no idea how to deal with it. And I went to our program director at Light of Life. And for nine years, our program director literally walked me and my family through my sister's addiction. My sister ended up homeless twice as a result of her addiction. Mm. She was in our program at Light of Life, had a really good stint 
rededicated her life to Christ through Light of Life. And unfortunately, um, we ended up losing my sister this past December on December 5th uh, to a heroin overdose. But, you know, what did I take away from that? One is the people who walk through the doors at Light of Life, they're all, they're somebody. They're somebody's sister. They're somebody's brother. And I would have, prior to working there, I would have never imagined that I would know someone that has been impacted by homelessness, let alone a family member. And so it's changed my heart, and it's why I'm so passionate about waking up and going to work for the mission, because we have an opportunity through Christ to transform the lives of every man, woman, and child who walks through our doors. And it could be someone's sister, brother, mother, son. Etc. That my late wife used to always say that you don't know people's stories. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what you're saying. You know they have brothers, their sisters. There's there's relationships there, and there are people that are uh, hurting in those relationships. And when so when you lose someone, what happens? And, and you just don't know. You really don't. And and with our involvement with different missions, and especially with Light of Life, we get to hear and see these great stories. Yeah. And it's amazing the kinds of people. Where they are and how they, if you want to use the word fall or, or just the temptations, trials, whatever it is, they, they, and they can end up homeless. Yeah. And you would never guess it. You know, if you're looking at a lineup or something, that person would never. But it happens to, it can happen to anyone. Yeah, I tell people we're all one or two decisions away from being the exact same position, uh, the men and women that we serve are. We have a, a staff member who's actually a graduate of one of our programs, and he made a statement to me that I've never forgotten. We were in a small group, and he said, you know, Doug, when you're in, in middle school, and he grew up in the suburbs, he said, when you're in, a sm- uh, in middle school and you start drinking with your friends or you start doing drugs, you don't realize it, but you're playing Russian roulette. And there might be a group of five of you who start doing something, and four out of the five guys may end up okay in the long run, but one of them is going to end up an alcoholic. One of them is going to end up an addict, and one of them may end up in a homeless shelter. And, um, man, I just think that is, is so true, and it's so real. And um, our choices matter. Every single choice that we make matter. And so um, that's what I always tell people. Excellent. Our guest is Doug Smith, founder and CEO of L3 Leadership here on this Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. Doug, take us back again then. L3 Leadership got started how? Yeah, so uh, the podcast initially started. That was the the launch of everything. Okay. That came as a result of me just spending time with leaders. Larry Bettencourt, who influenced me, said, hey, anytime you meet a leader that you think is sharp, you should ask them out to coffee and ask them to mentor you. And he gave me this whole process. And I started meeting with leaders for about 10 years. And all of a sudden, my peers started saying, wow, you get to spend some time with some really cool people. I wish I could. And uh, instead of worrying about whether or not they would, because most people were just afraid to ask, I just saw it as an opportunity. And I just started recording my conversations with leaders and passing that on to the leaders that I influence. And so that was the start of the podcast. And then we started getting around this vision here in Pittsburgh of making Pittsburgh more famous for God than steel, right. which was came out of a movement in the 60s. And uh, the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation mm-hmm. is an organization locally started by Reed Carpenter. And... I, I basically felt led, my wife and I both felt led to do for our generation what Reed did for his through the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation. And every time we'd hear that vision of making Pittsburgh famous for God, we said, we have to do something. Spent an hour and a half on the phone with Reed and said, what should we do? And Reed said, Doug, just start gathering people and see what the Holy Spirit does. Mm-hmm. So we gathered people on Mount Washington, we prayed over our city, and we basically said we are going to commit to developing leaders in every sector of society and ultimately teach them to lead for Christ. And if we'll do that, we'll win our city and make our city famous for God because we influence the leaders that influence everybody else. And so that was the start of L3 Leadership. Excellent. You're listening to Leadership Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Doug Smith, founder and CEO of L3 Leadership. You can find more information, the podcast at l 3 Leadership. Dot org. 
Doug, what I want to do is uh, shift a gear, and what, what I, we will come back to how people can get involved in L3 in general membership, you know, meetings and that type of stuff. We'll do that near the end of the show, but I want to launch into one of your favorite dreams that came true, I guess you would say, last year, mm-hmm. and it's coming up this year, and that's the L3 One Day Leadership Conference. Tell us about how that came about. Yeah, so I've been greatly impacted by conferences and events. And Me too. From, 2000, and from 2007 on, I always had a dream that one day I want to host my own leadership conference. And uh, it's, that took 12 years to happen. But in 2019, we launched our first L3 One Day Leadership Conference last year. We had 220 leaders in the room. It was a phenomenal day. And the whole vision behind the event is we want to provide an environment, not just an event, but an environment that helps leaders grow their leadership, grow their vision, and grow their future. And grow their network. Yeah. And, and that's the whole purpose. We want to, it goes back to what Reed told me. Just start gathering people and see what the Holy Spirit does. And I think there's power uh, in just gathering people. I think in, in today's culture, everyone wants to just listen to a podcast or read the book. But um, I love what a leader told me recently. He said, Doug, sometimes it's not the lesson that you need. It's the life of a leader that you need. Yeah. And we believe if we connect people, God can do incredible things and set incredible things into motion. And so that's the why behind the conference. It'll be great content. It'll be great networking. But more importantly, we want it to be a transformational event that you never forget. So last year, or maybe the year prior when you started feeling that this L3 One Day Conference was going to happen, um, what, what was going through your head? How many, were you, did you have thoughts of how many people will come and how, how are we going to pay for this? And, and how was that process for you? <laughs> uh, it was scary. Yeah. But just like when we launched L3, Laura actually, when we launched L3. There you go. She, there she, she yeah. comes back in again. <laughs> she, she is my courage. She actually, yeah. when we started L3, put a Facebook event up and basically said Vision Night. And it was very, very similar here. It's like we're doing this. We, we met an event, event planner, Alex uh, Zafudo, and she's been phenomenal. And we just said it's time. And so we put it out there. Uh, and we were scared. We had no idea what to expect. We didn't know if anybody would show up or if a ton of people would show up. We didn't know anything about how do you make money, et cetera. We actually lost a lot of money on the conference, but we believe it's a calling, and, mm-hmm. and we certainly have learned lessons from year one. Um, but, yeah, I think sometimes when, when you have a dream in your heart, you just have to step out in faith and trust that God will, God will catch you, and he always does. You certainly are a picture of perseverance in all these things you're telling us, 10 years for this, 12 years for that, and, but that's some of the best things in life are that way. They don't come in the first year. Yeah, I always tell young leaders, you know, we live in a culture where everyone wants to be discovered and nobody wants to be developed. And uh, Great quote. You, yeah, if you look in the Bible, man, you can't look at one leader that wasn't developed for a significantly long time that was used greatly of God. And so Absolutely. we all need to develop. I, I still feel like I'm in kindergarten when it comes to leadership. I, I mean, I, don't, I feel like I'm just in the beginning of this journey of growth and uh, I'm much more uh, focused on being developed than I am being discovered. So as a radio tease, I like to tease people with who they missed last year so they didn't get excited about who they will see. Tell us a couple of the speakers that were with you last year. Yeah, last year we had Matt Keller. He's a pastor out of Florida at Next Level Church. Phenomenal. He's a mentor and friend. We had Dr. Chris Howard, who is the mm-hmm. president at Robert New- Morris University. Yeah, I had a guy come up to me after his talk and said, I will never forget that talk for the rest of my life. It's powerful. We had Kim yeah. Fleming, the CEO oh, yeah. of Heffron Tillotson. Marvelous. And then we ended the day with Salim Gubril, who if you've never heard that guy <laughs> communicate, I literally said, can I just, I told Salim, I'm like, can we just have you do that talk every single year at yeah. the end of the conference? Like, it was that good. And, uh, and and again, if you are interested in the content of that, we actually have it on the back end of our That's website right. okay, as good. L3. And so when you become a member of L3 Leadership, you get access to all L3 One Day content. So you can go back and watch those. And I would tell people to take a day off. And just go through all that. Make your own L3 one day. Yeah. And go through it. And whether that's before or after this year's conference, if you can make this one, and we're going to talk about that in a second. 
you know, what a way, what a way to take a great day off. Yeah. And we can do that now because of this wonderful digital internet power that we have, right? It's beautiful. Our guest is Doug Smith. He's the founder and CEO of L3 Leadership. And the L3 One Day is coming up March 13, right? Correct. Make Friday, sure March that 13th. Right. Yep. It's coming up very soon. And you can find out all the information at L3 Leadership. Dot org, I'm dot org and L3OneDay.com. Are there group uh, things where if people want to like you know take a day off and bring their whole staff or a sales group or you know, whatever that might be? Yeah, we give discounts for groups of six or more, but I always tell people, bring your team with you. And leadership, never do leadership development on yourself. Bring people with you. It's the heart behind everything <clears throat> we do at L3. I wanted to do a conference because I've been impacted by conferences. So really, I just want to bring people with me. If, if I would do L3 one day if it was just for me every year. <laughs> but I want to bring my friends with me. So bring your team. It shows your team that you value you them. It's an investment in your team. It's a bonding experience for your team outside of the office. Um, I bring my team at Light of Life to events every single year, and it's transformational. And uh, more happens than just lessons learned. Again, it's that life-on-life leadership that happens, and yep. it's incredible. Well, and we're happy here at Salem Media to be a partner with you in this, and we can't wait to That's be cool. at L3 one day. Again, all that information is at L3leadership.org. All right, Doug, with our last few minutes, let's, let's circle back to L3. Mm-hmm. What's it about? What can people expect? You might have a quick story of some people that have been affected by it. I know I can think of at least one for sure by, by the name of Greg. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I know people have been dramatically affected. That's got to make you feel real good about what you and your wife have put together and how this thing is progressing. So if I'm like, okay, this sounds great, and I hop onto L3 – uh, your website, l3leadership.org. What am I going to see? What can I get involved with? Yep. We do five things as L3 Leadership. We have our podcast, and our podcast is where we weekly add value to leaders. So you'll get an episode every week. That's free. You can listen to it anytime. Over 240 episodes worth of content. Give value first, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we do our podcast. The The next thing that we do is membership. And so for $25 a month, you can become a member of L3, and you'll get access to all the L3 one-day content on the back end. We also do monthly calls with leaders where you get access to and you can have some Q&A with them and you get access to all of that archived content. So it's just a way to, to connect with our community. The third thing that we do is mastermind groups. This is our bread and oh, butter. Oh, yeah. So we gather groups that meet for at least a year uh, for every two weeks and they intentionally grow together and we have all kinds of systems around that. The fourth thing that we do is we are actually now partnering with the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation on their Leaders Collaboratives. Oh, good. And we are leading the Emerging Leader Collaborative. And, and so that is for elevating the effectiveness of your leadership. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be using uh, content from DDI. We're being trained as facilitators, and it will help you raise your leadership skills. And then the fifth thing we do, which we've been talking about, is our L3 One Day Conference. And so those are the five things we do to add value to leaders. And when we started, I certainly hope that you know people would get promoted, people would develop the Courage to launch their own company and all of these things. But what I've been pleasantly surprised by is kind of what, going back to what Reed said, just gather people and see what the Holy Spirit does. Way more has happened than that. We've had people get promoted. We've had people start companies. But my favorite story, you mentioned Greg. Mm -hmm. Greg, through our mastermind group, him and his wife had been trying to adopt for years and years and years, had multiple adoptions fall through. And through a connection in our mastermind group, they adopted their baby girl. Oh, wow. Talk about a whole family tree being transformed just as a result of us gathering and connecting leaders. And so those are my favorite stories. We've seen marriages restored. We've seen um, unbelievable things happen. And for me, that's the most fulfilling part is I just want to put people together and let God do a great thing. Yeah, and I know Greg's, uh, you know, a lot of his business and what he does comes out of what he's learned and and found out and and gotten involved in with L3. And and I would say to the people out there, you go, 25 a month. You know, that's like a Starbucks a week. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you drink two or three Starbucks a week, 
cut one out and get in here and invest in yourself, right? I'm, yeah. I'm being a little like right in your face, I guess. But hey, this is good stuff. Yeah. $25 a month, that's nothing. And it again, really your leadership, I always tell people, you are one idea and one connection away from changing your destiny. Think about Greg. You, you can't, he would have paid a million dollars to be able to, uh, to adopt a child. Yeah. You just don't know what will happen when you just invest in yourself. And I know you have other, like, I don't know if they're monthly, quarterly leadership times, maybe in the evening. I came to one where you had, I believe, the CEO of, of the John Maxwell Group. Yep. Uh, tell us a little bit about when, when those kind of things pop up and what you do there that people can get involved in. Yeah, yeah. So we do events. We're changing our model a little bit, but we're right. going to move to four quarterly workshops a year that are for our members, and you'll be able to come and every quarter actually do a review of the quarter that you just had, plan for the quarter ahead, nice. and then you'll – so it actually gives you time because most leaders are so busy they never take time to work on their lives or yep. on their business. We're going to give them the opportunity and skills and tools to do that, and then that will be supplemented by us bringing in great content whether that's a CEO uh, from a company, et cetera, to teach you something specific. And so those events are part of your membership package and uh, a lot of fun. And again, get in the room, leaders. Sometimes it's not the lesson, it's the life of leaders you need. Absolutely. Our guest has been Doug Smith, founder and CEO of L3 Leadership. You can find out all the information at L3Leadership.org. We can get on here the podcast. We can go back and hear last year's uh, L3 One Day. You can find out about upcoming events. All the information about membership is there and what it, what it entails and what you'd have have to get involved with. So I guess, Doug, the last thing would be uh, in our last minute or so here, make that special invite to that person that's out there listening right now or knows someone that they need to make a call to and say, you need this. Yeah. Everyone, everyone needs a community of people to do life with. One of our mantras in L3 leadership is leaders cannot do life alone. And I remember hearing Henry Cloud say he works with high-impact uh, CEOs, and he said 80% of the CEOs he's met with have, do not have one relationship uh, that wow. they can be honest and open with. And so more than anything, leader, if you want to join a community of leaders who are, are deeply passionate about your development and making sure that you reach your potential, you need to be a part of L3 leadership. And if you're uh, you know, an employee, mid-level manager, and you know someone in your company that you think, be bold. Let them know about it. Go copy the link. Send it yep. to them. Send them a podcast. You know, and you've interviewed uh, past and, and former, current managers mm-hmm. of the sports teams and things. I mean, you've had a great, great run with this thing. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Well, good. Doug, we appreciate you being here again. Our guest on this Leadership Bizberg has been Doug Smith, the founder and CEO of L3Leadership.org. I think we definitely need to commit to have Laura come back next time. Let's do do it. All right. Doug, thank you very much for being here. Uh, Don't forget, L3Leadership.org. You can find out about everything, the annual L3 One Day Conference, uh, the podcast, what membership involves, uh, probably some stories there, too. And we will see you again next time right here on Bizberg.